Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. This is Luke chapter 9, verse 43. And um, Jesus is uh, with some people right now, a pretty large crowd. And uh, and so what you, you see here is uh, Jesus doing what Jesus always does. Huge miracles, amazing things. And so it starts in verse 43, it says, awe gripped the people as they saw this majestic display of God's power. That's a great sentence. Awe gripped the people as they saw this majestic display of God's power. And I was just, as I was reading that, I was just thinking, of course, yes. Like when you see Miracles, and you hear stories like even as we're talking about stories, like it's not normal for uh, for students to go back to college and say, "Hey, let's FaceTime into a Bible study." Like that's not normal. That's that's God doing stuff. You know, it's it's not normal for for people's marriages who are on the brink to now be in a place in our church where they they're actually. Uh, not only liking and loving each other, but they want to help other marriages because of where they, you know, that's not normal. Uh, we get to get to hear these stories over and over and over again. And, um, and and it does bring a sense of awe. It should bring a sense of awe. It should bring a sense of like, wow, look at God's power working in people's lives. You know, like there's there's um, there's there's all this and there's more that I can talk about, but I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. I just I understand that sentence. And then while everyone was marveling at everything he was doing, talking about Jesus, while everyone was marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, so like you, you got to, I'm just trying to paint the picture here. Like everything's awesome. Miracles. I mean, like people's legs growing out, you know, like crazy stuff. Like, you know, like that's the things that are happening. Like people that were possessed with demons, like crazy, like messed up life, all of a sudden now in their right mind. Like this is all that's happening. And everybody's like, whoa, you know, like just looking at this, like, look what he's doing. This is amazing. Am I painting? You got the picture. Okay. And so then all of a sudden Jesus does this like complete 180, turns to his disciples it says, listen to me, and remember what I say. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. This doesn't seem like it goes together. Right? It seems like he would turn around and say, hey, we moving on up. Look what we're doing. Or, hey, it's about to get real awesome. Let's go. You know, like, like it feels like that's what I would do. If, if, if we were looking at our church and, and things were just, I mean, uh, amazing things happening over and over and over and over again, I would turn to our team and say, it's about time. Let's move, you know, like, oh my gosh, look at this. Let's go. It's not what he said at all. He, he, turned, to, he turned to his disciples and he said, okay, I just want you to see that the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. But they didn't know what he meant. Its significance was hidden from them. So they couldn't understand it. And they were afraid to ask him about it. 
So, like, they were just like, okay, I don't understand that. That's weird. Uh, and I don't know what it even means. And that's, well, I'm not going to talk about that. That's kind of how they treated this. And uh, as I was reading this, I was, under, I, I was struck by the truth of these two seemingly polar opposite things. That a lot of times we want the awe and the marveling and the wonder, but we don't want the other things that come with it. A lot of times as leaders, especially like, and this can be a leader in your job, leader in your family, um, because leadership is everywhere. Like you, you, leadership is all the time. Your mom and dad, you're a leader. You're, you work at a job, you're a leader. You, you, um, you're a student, you're a leader. Like leadership is everywhere. And so to understand this is to, all, to also understand that as a leader, a lot of times we want people to, especially people that we're leading, to um, have the awe, but not be awful. And we want them to marvel, but we don't want them to be malicious. You know, we, and, and, but these things come together. Understand that the people that were awe were about to be awful in a couple chapters to Jesus. The people that were marveling were about to be really malicious in a couple chapters. And so you've got to understand this as a leader and you have to be the leader uh, that's big enough not to be not to be jaded by this truth. Because some leaders can be so jaded by this truth that they won't trust anybody anymore. And they won't open up their life in, to anybody anymore. And they cease being a leader and they start just being a... Um, uh, a, a bitter uh, speaker of truth, and and so they they really they they just got to get all their wisdom out, but they don't really lead anybody anymore because they don't trust anybody anymore because they got hurt a couple times. They don't understand that these two things go together, and they go together often, and they uh, continually go together whenever you're in leadership. And so understand that you're going to have some people in your life sometimes as you're leading them, you're going to have, and, and especially, uh, this happens in all the time. I, I mean, you think about it with, I think about it with Jess and I and Watson. He's awesome. He's great. Last night we were going to bed. I, I turned to Jess and I was like, I just love him so much. I just love, and then I went to bed. And then, at, you know, like early, early, early in the morning when he cried, I was like, I don't like him this much right now. You know, but this is the, these are the things that happen with with kids and this is the stuff that happens with people. And you got to understand and we have to understand that uh, leadership is is knowing and being okay with both. And and I'm afraid if you if you also if you just um, focus on one of them, you you really destroy your leadership. So if you, you think people are always going to be awful and you think people are always going to be malicious, you'll never lead anybody and you'll never open up your life to anybody and you'll never ask uh, anybody to share your life with them. And so it gets real lonely. Or if you only expect people to be the people that awe and marvel at you, first of all, you set yourself up for failure because that's not going to ever happen. Second of all, if it is happening in your life, you're too far away from people anyway. You, you have a way convoluted understanding of how they view you. If you think the only thing you get is awe and marvel.
And so you're not close enough to people then if you feel like that's all. I'm, oh, I don't know what this thing is that, that you're talking about, that people are sometimes awful or malicious. I, that's never happened to me in my life. That's because you probably haven't got close enough to some people. So they're afraid to ask him about it. Then his, then, then look at this. this is, and then they do, then the disciples do a 180. Like do something completely off the wall. Then his disciples began arguing about which of them was the greatest. I, I just want you to, amazing miracles. Everybody's like crowd surfing Jesus like this is amazing. Jesus turns and says, hey, just so you know, these crowd that are yelling awesome, they're going to kill me later, okay? That's awesome. And then it turns to the disciples. And they're like, That's so weird. I don't know what he means. Hey, just so you know, I'm the best out of all of us that are here. I just want you to see how crazy this scripture is uh, and understanding what, uh, and what, what hope it gives me is that um, that the life that we live, that we seem like, oh my gosh, we go from thing to thing to thing instead of the same life that they were living too. And leadership is messy. And, and, and when you lead people, it's messy. But also know that when you start having great things happening, there's going to be some leaders that you have in your life that are going to be jockeying for position. And they're going to be wondering about where their position is. And I, I just want to let you know that if the quickest way to destroy your leadership is to worry about a title. The, quick, the quickest way to destroy your influence is to worry about a title. The quickest way to, um, to get to the bottom of leading is to try to look for more authority in your title and 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 let me and i want to be a, I, I want to be over all this and I'm the most important now and 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 also let me let me tell you too that um i've seen this happen in leadership too the, where it's not just titles that some people run from titles but in their mind they're the best leader in the room They don't have a title, but in their mind, they know all the right answers about everything that's going on. And if they'd only ask me, then everything else would work right. If they would only come to me, I could fix all of these issues. And so they might, they, they might be smart enough not to have this disciple conversation where they talk about who's the greatest. But in their mind, they're thinking, there is no discussion. I am the greatest. Like, there's, there's no, and, and I want to let you know that this is absolutely the opposite of what Jesus teaches us as leaders. Jesus says the only, he, I, I saw this and I thought it was so good. Um, uh, there's this person uh, on, um, I forget what social media platform I saw it on, but it was a picture and it said, um, oh, well done, my good and faithful, not pastor, not evangelist, not prophet. It, all these lines through all these titles, not awesome leader, not one, wonderful husband or wonderful father, or all these kind of things. And then at the very end, it's like, well done, my good and faithful servant. I thought that was such a good reminder. Like this is, and, and, and so Jesus knew what they were thinking. 
And so he brought a little child to their side, and he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me also welcomes my father who sent me. Whoever is the least among you is the greatest. See, it's so important that we don't real that we just don't focus on when we see God's power and the awe and the and the majesty and the wow, this is awesome and God's doing a work in our church like He is right now. God's doing a work that we don't get hung up first of all on when when people uh, get a little sideways. That's normal, so don't get hung up there. Also, don't get hung up on position. And, and where am I going to be in all of this? And where am I going to do and all this? And who's the greatest among us? And all that. And, and this, this happens a lot. This happens in um, teams. Like, so the different teams that you're on or the teams that you're leading, make sure that there's nothing in there that starts saying, well, if it's not my idea, I'm not a part of it. And if it's not my thing, then I'm just going to take my toys and go play somewhere else. You know, like that, that kind of unhealth will destroy the actual awesome presence of God working in this whole deal and that's why Jesus had to come to his disciples I wonder if Jesus is like man I'm trying to teach you something and right when I try to teach you something you go and you start bickering about who's the best so let me teach you this also that the least among you is the greatest the one who serves the most is the greatest. The one who can be um, the, the one who can say okay hey I, I don't need a title I just my title is servant that's, that's the position that he wants us all in as leaders. And so don't get scared of that word leader because the biblical definition of it is just servant. And so wherever you go, just serve. The last thing I wanted to say about this, this there, uh, some of the biblical um, scholars say that this is, um, this is uh, another part of the story of when James and John went to um, Jesus and um, and they asked, well, they didn't ask. They had their mommy ask, which is awesome. It's always a great way to get what you want. Mom, will you do this? And, and their mom comes to Jesus and says, can, um, can my son sit on my, your right and left? When you, when you come in your power. And she was actually talking about, she was thinking he was gonna overthrow the government and they were gonna be these government officials. Um, and, and Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking. And, and what that means is he, he was basically saying, if you're gonna sit with me, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna come with me, it's a lot of serving, it's a lot of dying to yourself, it's a lot of no titles, it's a, a lot of feeling like uh, sometimes people are walking on you. It's a lot of feeling like, uh, man, I'm just believing for this mountain to be moved, but it's not moving anywhere. And I'm just going to start taking my pick axe to it and take it one rock at a time. But I'm asking God to move the whole thing, but it's not going anywhere. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of uh, a workhorse, not show horse. It's a lot of people. Um, it's a lot of inner humility that you have to work in and not a lot of pride that you get to walk out in. And so it's, it's just all of these things that Jesus was saying, you don't know what you're 
what you're asking. And so I, I, I want to make sure that we understand what we're signing up for. When we say we're going we're gonna to move forward in the kingdom of God, uh, Jesus was very, very explicit to all of his disciples. He said, oh, just so you know, um, this is real cool right now. But there's also going to be some times that aren't going to be cool. And also, it's not about your position. So don't get hung up on that thing. And if you can come with all humility, and if you can come with understanding that this thing is a little hard sometimes, I think you're going to do all right. And so I'm praying for all of us that we have that kind of understanding as we walk to uh, walk through this understanding of what it means to lead in the kingdom of God. And so um, if we can do that and if we can make sure that that is in our teams and throughout our teams, man, health is going to fill our teams and it's going to be so fun to be around everybody because no one is like jockeying for position and no one's uh, like goes all all off of the deep end when somebody else comes in and they have a little bit of an off kind of heart you just understand oh this is how we deal we're going to deal with it and it'll be fine um it just helps everybody move so much faster hey church we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with god we can't wait to see you this sunday or in a connect group have an amazing week we'll see you then